Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
into it, actually. One of the one of the keys that you were saying to this lock, which is customer personas, because it's something that we've been uh, that gets talked about a lot, and we don't actually give people the game plan of how to figure all that out. And I'm so happy that you started first with this motivation, because we do need to understand how powerful we are. Because when we understand how powerful we are, we also realize that there are people on the other side of our fears who are waiting for us to show up. Like our, our mission, our purpose, our values are so much bigger than these fears. And when we internalize this and embody this, it allows us to go out and bring our vision to reality and impact our corner of community. So before I dive in, let me reset the room real quick. Uh, you are in the Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We're here in this room Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, follow, uh, followed by our, our incredible social media show from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Saturday from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., and Sunday for our Club 111. And every morning, we're bringing you motivation, education, inspiration, because as Glenn, Blendley, Glenn Blendy always says, if you change the way you start your day, it'll make a massive impact on your life. So we want to support Can you. Can I get an amen on that? Can I get an amen? Oh, yeah. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> So we really want to support you in your positive morning routine, not only through these clubhouse sessions and also through the Morning 5 Planner, which is linked up above. This is a tool to give you the space to check off your Morning 5 each day and make sure you're setting yourself up for success in 2022. And it's not just a planner. It's actually a real, an interactive guide. There's a QR code. So each month you get to be a part of the monthly challenge and really step into this Breakfast with Champions community. There's exclusive videos, book recommendations, and so much more. So just click on the link below and order your planner for your, 20, uh, your 2022 planner. I will also, before I jump into my session, I also will say that this room is going to shut down at, uh, I'm on Western West Coast, so it's a 7. 52 precisely, which is 1052 precisely, because if this room does not shut down, we do not get to record and save all these sessions. So please know if it sounds like it cuts off abruptly, it's to honor all the speakers that have spoken here before so that we can make sure that all these messages get through, uh, even to people who weren't able to make it live and we can post it as podcast and continue the impact that we're making in this space. So with that being said, I'm going to dive right in. My name is Ani Iskanuna. I am an aligned marketing strategist and fractional CMO, which means that my marketing practice is one that centers ethics, values, and being human. Part of my mission is to help entrepreneurs create ease with their marketing so that they can honor their vision and create the impact they desire in their corner of community. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, uh, I'm really going to be honing in on one of these keys that uh, Raylan was talking about, the locks to stepping into your, uh, to your offerings. And one of those primary keys that I see so many people fumble on is their customer personas. Now, you'll notice that with my languaging, I'm not going to talk about a target market. I have a very, very big no to the term target market. To me, when I think about a target, um, it sounds incredibly predatory, and that's not the kind of energy that I like to bring into my marketing. Uh, and a lot of times, especially like I work primarily with what I call heart-led entrepreneurs, uh, and they also have a bit of an, of an aversion of considering the people that they want to serve, the people they want to uplift as a target. No one wants to feel like a target. Um, and also people kind of try to interchange the word target market with customer personas when they're not interchangeable. So what I really want us to center today 
our customer personas and customer personas. Uh, and actually we're going to talk about one specific customer persona because there's this thing that happens when we have a very, very big vision. When we have a very big vision, we want to help as many people as possible, which is a beautiful and righteous calling that we have in ourselves. And also when you're talking to everybody, you are talking to nobody. And uh, one of the things that we have to understand, this is actually, I'm going to give you a quote from uh, Dean Graziosi, which I really, really enjoy. People will learn from you, listen to you, love you, buy from you, and hire you when they feel understood, not when you understand them. I'm going to say that again. People will learn from you, listen to you, love you, buy from you, and hire you when they feel understood not when you understand them. And again, that's a quote from Dean Graziosi. So as we're, you're co-creating your offerings and your marketing to align with this heart purpose that you have uh, and in service of bringing your values to the, to the world and your skills and your gifts, we also want to align ourselves with the people who are yearning and searching and ready for what you're creating. Now, it's something that's really important for me to name, and Raylan talked a little bit about it, but I want to actually name it because I think it's really important, and that's imposter syndrome. If you're not familiar with imposter syndrome, it's a psychological pattern in which, as an, uh, which, in which an individual doubts their skills, their talents or accomplishments, or has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And despite external evidence of their competence, those experiencing this phenomenon remain convinced that they are frauds and do not deserve all that they have achieved. And individuals with, with imposter syndrome, they incorrectly attribute uh, their success to luck and interpret it as a result of deceiving others into, into thinking that they are more intelligent than they perceive themselves to be. So this imposter syndrome, I also think it's really important to name, is much more prevalent in women and especially women of color. So I want you to know that if this is something that comes up for you, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. And there's this, this idea that I always love to tell my clients, and it's that there are no original ideas. There are only original messengers. And it, just because it's been done before should not limit, nor should it discourage the pursuit of your soul aligned creation. There are people who are waiting for the information that you have shared in the unique perspective that only you and only your lived experiences could bring. So there are people on the other side of your fear who are waiting for you to show up. Your mission, your purpose, your values are bigger than your fears. So let's get to know the people on the other side of the screen. You are not for everybody, and that is an advantage. Talking to everyone only confuses your message and dilutes your magic. Confused people don't even buy, even when they are your dream ideal client. Creating avatars, dream clients, muses, these customer personas can shift into toxic marketing very quickly if we don't read into honoring that we are trying to connect with humans and humans that we want to serve. So again, the typical term that we use is target market or audience, and that's not the energy that we want to bring into this. We want to connect with humans. We want to connect with our customers. We want to connect with our dream clients. 
Now, um, in, in the marketing world, we always say, uh, we don't always say, the people that I know, love, and respect, uh, we want to focus on one client. Now, there's one thing that I want to make note of because I feel like I differ a little bit from a lot of traditional marketers in this sense. Um, it, so a lot of people will say you want to pick one client first, and how you pick that client is different. Uh, most people will say you pick the client that you can create the, uh, either they say the most impact with, the, I mean, yeah, create the most impact with is the way that most people go. Now, since I have bootstrapped four businesses uh, and I am currently the part-time fractional CMO for three other bootstrapped businesses, I'm also very aware that we have limited resources, resources being time and energy. And part of making a business sustainable is making sure that it sustains you as well. So how I differ in choosing this one client is I think that the one client that you should focus on first is actually the client that fills you. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Whatever that means to you. What is the client that if you could only work with one client for the rest of your life that you would feel happy, fulfilled, honored, and I would focus on that one person. Because again, we cannot create a sustainable business if it's not sustainable to us first. Let me say that again. You cannot create a sustainable business if it does not sustain us first. Go ahead, Glenn. Did I see you on mic? Nope, okay, I'm gonna keep going. So one of the things as we're creating these, these customer, uh, customer personas is customer personas are created by two main things. One is demographics. This is statistical characteristics of the human population. It's information like age, sex, income, location, education, occupation, family size, religion, social class, ethnicity, uh, then there's also things like, uh, so demographics, we can also look at them as like the objective facts. There's also psychographics, which is a qualitative methodology used to describe the traits of humans on psychological attributes. So that uh, like psychographics have been applied to the study of personality, values, opinions, attitudes, interests, and lifestyles. Now, why both of these are important when you're creating your customer persona is that 30% of purchases are what we consider a rational purchase. They're purchases that are simply objective. You need toilet paper, you buy toilet paper, right? And, but 70% of purchases are emotional purchases, right? Uh, and even when you're considering like what type of toilet paper to buy, this is where the psychographics come into play. What is, what is your personality? Would you rather have a bear or would you rather have an angel? Right. And so where it's your personality, what are your values, your opinions and attitudes that will can, that will make the 70 percent decision of your emotional decision? I'm sorry, your emotional purchasing decisions. So when we keep into this idea that our ideal client exists beyond qualitative statistical information, we get to see them as whole humans with experiences, with dreams, with fears and also being present in their current circumstances. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information as to how to put these customer personas together. 
Uh, and, and this is because if y'all don't know, uh, I think I feel like I talk about this every time I'm on here, but I am an architect visionary, which is uh, the visionary archetype that is really, really good at giving people step-by-step -step instructions. Um, and actually, if you're curious about your archetype, please DM me the word visionary because I will send you this assessment. It is quite intriguing. Um, and full disclosure, it is an assessment that I did build with my business partner because, uh, yes, I'll just leave it at that. So diving into these um, building out your, your customer personas. There's a few things that I'm going to give you of, um, and actually I'm going to want you to write these down. You're not going to be able to go through this in the, let's see, nine minutes that we have left here. And also it's incredibly important for you to, to, to do these again, because if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And when you have a clear line of communication as to who you're talking to, it creates so much more ease in the content that you're making. Because instead of talking to 30 plus people that you're trying to help, I'm sorry, 30, 30 plus avatars of people that you're trying to help, you're actually talking to one person and you get to put a name to this person, connect when you're writing your content, you get to connect with them directly and you get to understand what it is they need and what it is they need to hear from you in order to have enough information to make a decision. So the basics of customer profiles, it's again, the demographics. So these are things like how old is your customer? You know, what is their ethnicity? What is their gender, their sexual orientation? Where are they located? What is their income level? Do they work full-time, part-time? Are they married? Are they in a romantic partnership? Are they single? Do they have kids? If yes, how old? What level of education have they completed? And questions like this. Now, um, I mentioned earlier that, that the way that I approach this with my clients is that I want you to focus on the one client that really fulfills you in order that in order so that you can keep doing this work. So when you are answering these questions, I want you to think about that one client. I don't want you to think about everybody you can help. We're doing this for one person at a time, one person at a time. And then it comes to the psychographics questions. What is it do they value most? Do they have any specific lifestyle choices? Like for example, are they vegan, zero waste? Like do they have, uh, what's their biggest struggle right now? Do they drink, smoke, use recreational drugs? Do they travel? If so, how often? How do they travel? Do they have a trust fund? Do they have student loans? What's their opinions on climate change? I mean, there's so many different ways that you can go into, into this. And actually, I'm gonna give you some high-level um, high topics that I want you to explore for this customer persona that you're building out. So for example, if you're looking at this customer, think about their fashion. How is it that they dress? Do they wear high-end, second-hand, luxury brands? Are they a thrifter? Are they always in athletic wear? Are they a sneakerhead? Are they a high-heel addict? Minimalist? Do they, uh, you know, only do giving circles for their for their clothes? They, they, you know, do swaps. Do they are they fashion-forward? Do they focus on sustainable clothing? What about their body care? Do they only use natural products, vegan products? They just, you know, buy whatever's on the shelf at Walmart. Are they into high-end products? Do they even wash their face? Do they take salt baths? Are they into bath bombs? Are they into anti-aging, plastic surgery, drugstore brand products? What is it that they put on their body? And then think then also about their home decor. How do they decorate their home? How is their office decorated? And you start to build out, and this is, again, like this is just fashion. Then there's topics like food. What are their food choices? 
How are they taking care of themselves through food? Are they cooking most of their meals at home? Are they eating out mostly? Are they specifically, you know, vegan, pescatarian, keto, paleo, vegetarian, lactose intolerant? What is it that, how is it that they feed themselves? And then you can go into travel. How do they travel? Do they take a few trips a year? Do they not travel? Do they travel with family, friends? Do they do solo destinations? Do they do multiple stops? And there's also things like exercise. Are they into team sports? Do they have, you know, some tracking software? How do they live? Are they into, like, what are they into? Are they into waking up at 5 a.m. and doing their morning five every day? You know, this is all information that informs you as to who this client is. And as you're building this out, um, there's something that I really invite you to do. And I'll also, I'll give you two, two versions of this. One for client, for people who already have some clients, uh, and one for people who don't. And as, so as you're building out this dream client of yours, this ideal client, I want you to look over this list that you have, and I want you to look into A, your past clients, and also your circle of friends. And I want you to see who of yours matches your, uh, who matches this customer persona? Who do you personally know? And what you're going to do next might be a little bit scary. And also, as my dear, dear friend and business partner says, and I have totally co-opted, is it'll take courage, which you have. As I want you to, once you name and you identify who in your circle you know that fits this customer persona, is I want you to have a conversation with them. Actually talk to them. If they're open and willing, I would do it on Zoom so that you can record it, so you can be present in the conversation. Also, obviously, inform them that you're recording it. And I want you to ask them specific questions. I want you to ask them about their day. I want you to ask them about their dreams about what they're hoping to achieve in the next year, maybe the next five years. I want you to ask them what is their biggest blocker in achieving that dream. I want you to get to really know this human, this ideal customer of yours as a person, as your friend who is in your circle. And if you don't have someone in your circle, um, one thing that came to me when I was running my accelerator program is that a lot of times, especially in heart-led businesses, our ideal client is us before we learned what we now know. So if you don't have a person that you would like to have this conversation with, or if you're building up the confidence to have this in-person conversation or Zoom conversation, I want you to take a step back and journal through these questions for yourself. And when you journal through the question for yourself, I don't want you to answer as you now, I want you to answer as the version of you that you created this business for, you created this offering for. Because a lot of times, again, a lot of times the things that we create and that we're bringing to the world are things that we had to suffer through, are things that we had to learn from and evolve from. And that's why we now share this information. So we only have about two minutes left. So uh, before I shut down this room, and I, I have no problem making it a harsh stop, just so everybody knows, and it's because, again, we want to make sure that we're saving all these amazing segments that we've had running since 5 o'clock this morning. I do want to open up to see if there's any questions about this. Is there anything that I can offer a little bit more clarity before we shut down? And please, I, we do have a big stage, so just like I'd let me know if you unmike because I might not see you unmike. Hey, it's Christina. I'll go.
heard you mention um, that the customer, and please correct me if I misunderstood, uh, that the correct customer persona, uh, is it the same as Avatar, or do you not consider it the same as uh, Avatar's? Yes. yes. Uh, to me, those are interchangeable. So customer persona, we're looking at one specific person, one specific persona. Got it. Thank you. Thank you so much for that question. Yeah, that's a big one. So, and also let me actually define what a target market is because I said that I, I really do not enjoy this word. Like my, literally my skin crawls when I say target market. So a target market for those who don't know is actually a big set of customer personas. So a lot of times people will use a customer persona or an avatar interchangeably with a target market, but they are not at all the same thing. And again, especially when you're starting out, especially if you're feeling stuck, like Raylan was talking about, if you're feeling like you're, you're a little bit disconnected, or even if you've been doing it and you would like to really just amplify the impact that you're having, I want you to focus on one single customer persona, one person that you get to talk to directly. And part of having this conversation with people, oop, you know what, y'all, it's 7.52, so we are going to go ahead and shut down this room immediately. Thank you all so much for joining. And again, uh, just a reminder to click on the Morning 5 Planner. We will see you all tomorrow at 5 a.m. sharp. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.